Welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito. And I am Maggie Robinson. And this is a podcast with with no no agenda. We would love if you guys would subscribe to the podcast and that way you never miss a new episode. Additionally, when you subscribe, if you could rate and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We are also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, so please give us a follow at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. And Maggie? You can reach us at our email address, louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. Hey guys, episode two of our um, love month. I don't know why I keep getting, I keep stumbling over my introduction lately. Has anybody noticed that? Are we not sold on the love month? Is that what it is? Like, are you hesitant to say it because you're like, maybe that's not what I want to call it? No, I'm just like, I feel like every other episode, I'm like, welcome to Louisiana ladies. But that's like the same thing that we say in the intro. So like people are hearing it twice. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to change the intro, but I haven't done a very good job of it. Um, okay, so before we talk to our lovely guest, our lovely couple, another adorable couple, and it is our own Maggie Robinson and her husband, Aaron. Welcome, Aaron. Hey, how y'all doing today? We are o- only a, probably a year and two months delayed in yeah. getting you on this podcast. Yeah, I don't live a very busy life, but it seemed like when y'all were trying to get me in before... Stuff just kept popping up, and here I am. Yeah, so... Better late than never. Although, I'm really glad it was just you and Patrick on the episode, because I feel like, you know, we're able to t- talk more about y'all. Oh, that's right. We were going to do a me and Patrick and you and Aaron on yes. the same one. Well, we can just do that if we ever just want to goof off. I don't think we'll actually get anything accomplished. Right. No. No. <laughs> yeah, they can maybe talk about... Though. They can understand what they do, because I don't really understand. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you get... You like bid work. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and then the work just does itself. That's all. That's you mean, I'm like, it, and then I'm like, did you get the job? And I was like, I don't know. And like, it, it's, it didn't seem that hard when I watched him one night. He has an email template and he just pulled it up and he dropped in some numbers. I even helped him. I was like, I think that's a little low. I'd go a little higher. <laughs> Always go higher. Always. Okay. So really quick though. I know we've been highlighting our couples, but I did want to tell this kind of funny story about myself and how much of an idiot I am. I didn't tell you this this morning, Maggie, because I wanted it to be like like a brand new story. Yeah. So this past weekend, Patrick and I went to the St. George auction at La Berge, and, you know, some people were kind of like surprised to see us there, but it's because my nephews go to St. George. So it was a lot of fun. And I love a silent auction. Like, give me all the silent auction items, okay? There was also a, there was also a live auction. I kid you not. I, this auctioneer was. I mean, I know they're supposed to talk fast. I couldn't understand him. I I had no idea. Like, if I would have raised my thing, I probably would have spent ten grand on something. I didn't know what I was bidding on. So anyway, so you know, January two thousand twenty-two started off a little rough for me, just with my whole like hearing loss thing, and um which I think we're getting better. So I was like, they had these really pretty like diamond hoop earrings. Okay. Like diamond studs, you know? So 
and I can't remember the starting bid. It was a couple hundred bucks. So I was like, well, I'm going to bid on those. And I ha- in my brain, I always have like a limit, but I'm also very competitive. And so <laughs> got to win. That's a, that's a, that's a battle in and of itself. And so the way that the auction worked is that you could enter on this app, like this online website. And then once you entered in your first bid, and maybe you could have done this from the get go and I didn't realize that they send you a text to let you know that you've been outbid. And so you can just reply. You can just text reply back the item number and your bid. Too easy. So, the whole night, I'm thinking I'm bidding. My initial bid was on the hoop earrings. So, the whole night, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, like, and I'm still under my threshold, right? And so, then I get that that I've been outbid at, like, 1025, and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to wait till, like, 1029 and 30 seconds, because <laughs> it ended at 1030, and bid on it. So, I do. And they basically said, you know, you've gotten some auction items. You can come pick them up next week. So I'm telling all the people that were around, I'm like, I got the earrings. I'm so excited. They're so pretty. Um, yeah. So the key to bidding on the oh, earrings no. is to actually bid on the right auction number. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> what did you win? So, that, like, in hindsight, I didn't make out that bad. Okay. Because... Instead of auction number 813, I was entering an 814, which was a bracelet with diamonds on it. <laughs> like, yeah. But what if it would have been like a $50 gift card to somewhere? Because, I mean, let me just say the bid went up more than a couple hundred bucks. Like, I would have probably thrown up on myself. Oh my but I didn't realize gosh. this. So, the next morning, like, we're laying, I'm laying in bed. And I'm like, ooh, let me see what else I got. Because I know I bid on a few other things and I didn't have a chance to look. And I, it has a smiley face, if you want, and then a sad face. And the first thing I noticed was a sad face next to the hoop earrings. And I was like, oh. And then I noticed a smiley face and the bid amount next to the bracelet. That's when you realize. Yes. Now, I will say props to my husband because he told me that in the long run he likes the bracelet better. So there you go. Do you like the bracelet better? I don't know. I can't remember what it looks like in person. So I'm gonna have to go and pick it up, and then we're gonna then we're gonna see. But I I mean, it's mine. Dang, it's mine. Maybe the person bidding on the hoop earrings wanted the bracelet. You could work up a deal. I I just I don't even know how it functions sometimes. Like what an idiot, right? That's tough. And they didn't indicate like the item or anything in the response. It was just no. But I mean, like you know, it said. Oh, I don't know. Sure. It said the item number in the text. I just mistexted the wrong number. Yeah. That's what happens when you're when you're they're serving wine in like basically solo cups. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, well, this is more than a glass of wine. Aaron's pretty fun at auctions. Cause he's Yeah, but he's, I always get outbid. Like I chicken out at the very end. <laughs> like I'll I'll win some stuff in the silent auction. And I've, we've done them two ways. We've done them where you actually go and write. Yeah, I kinda like that. And then like we that. went to the thing with uh with the people here, the gala, um, what was that for? Uh, and I got the Heritage LSU tickets. Ranch. Yeah, Heritage Ranch a couple years ago. Oh, I yeah. got the LSU tickets. Is that when so, Maggie dashed to the cake thing? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, I did. And then I got the LSU tickets and that's on an auction. And then we had one for my niece's um, softball team recently and got some golf passes or something. Yeah. Basically paid what they're worth, but you get to buy them and help out And a it bit. goes to a good right. cost. You know, well, I, he was fighting for the beach trips, but I think you had a little bit of, like, you were a little bit bummed. Yeah, but after the fact, everybody's like, oh, you should have just got it. We just split it with you. I'm like, yeah, until I buy it, and then nobody wants to split it with me. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm paying for the whole family to go on a beach trip. But Yeah, that's that's a good. That's I chicken cool. out at the very end. I'm always in, the, like, right down to the end. They just price me out. 
It happens every Well, day. I mean, I think we all have a value to certain things. Right. And, and it's so fun, I feel like but... it's Yeah, yeah. But I do remember you making a mad dash to the cake thing. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but, like, you basically got a ticket, and then whatever cake you picked up was yours. And Maggie's in, like, a cocktail dress, mm-hmm. and she's, like, sprinting to the cake table. Why did I have to run? Well, you had to be... I think you were just really excited. No, I think it was a deal where everybody got a turn. Like, when you turn in line to go, you had to just go with her yeah. and get one. Like, I think you wanted a specific cake. Right. And I think we ate some of it on the way home. We did. Line. I feel like in it was that car. chocolate cake, right? And we were eating them. It was, a good, it was a good cake. All chocolate. Yeah. I remember. Okay. All right. So, anyway, that's my story for the weekend. I hope nobody else did anything um, quite as stupid. Oh, Lainey. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Lainey went to Spanish Town. I did. I didn't do anything stupid. I was just a little <laughs> scarred, but that's okay. I was, okay. I want to ask if you're, it, is it, it's why? It's right? insane. It's insanity. I'll is show you raunchy? some. Oh yeah. I'll show you some <laughs> pictures after the, yeah, after the pod. But yeah. Um, How were you feeling on Sunday, Lainey? I was just tired. I, um, we did good because our friend who hosted, he's the one that like got us all together and he hosted the pregame and he ordered a Kane's tailgate. Mm. So I ate plenty before drinking. Smart. Cause I remember like going home and I was thinking <clears throat> that I didn't feel like as drunk as I should have for the <clears throat> amount that I drink. Yeah. But we also had plenty of toast that we snacked on all night. Yeah. So, I, like, I feel like that most of the time. And then I wake up the next day and then I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I didn't feel bad yesterday. I just felt tired. Yeah, you know, because you don't like going to good sleep when you're when you drink like that. Oh, Something I about do. no, you think that you do, but oh. you actually don't. Oh. <laughs> sleep expert. It's true. I, I'm a sleep expert. I'm now an ENT. Um, uh, I'm a dermatologist since I went and to don't dermatologist. A CPA. And, and I'm just a CPA on the side, guys. <laughs> just a CPA on the side. <laughs> there I go with my unsolicited advice. Okay, so Aaron, let's talk about you first because okay. I don't know that much about you other than what Maggie has told me, which is all good, I'm sure. I mean, Maggie is Maggie really doesn't talk bad about a lot of people. She's a pretty positive person. Are you surprised by that, Erin? No, no, she's really not. She's she's all right. <laughs> okay. She's okay. So wait, where are you from, Erin? I am from Walker and lived there pretty much my entire life on the same piece of property with family. And I've lived with some friends for a couple of years in Denham, but I've always lived in Walker. I'm in my little Walker bubble. Okay. And which is not a bad bubble. No, it's, it's, you, it's family and it's just like what I've always known and I like it. So it just... We just stay until I'm dead. Yeah. So you went to what high school did you go to? I went to Walker. Yep. Okay. We live like a mile from the school, so it's always was convenient and made sense. Yep. And college? Southeastern. You went to Southeastern. Went to Southeastern. I graduated from Walker in 2008, and then I went to Southeastern for like a year and a half, and I took a little break, you know, a little sabbatical for mm-hmm. a little while, and just worked and saved some money and. Then I met Maggie, and then I went back, and I graduated. I went back to Southeastern, and I graduated from Southeastern in 2015. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so he's a doctor, but yeah, without doctor. the doctor. Oh, I mean, if you really look at the time I was actually in school, it wasn't that bad. But when you put a two-year break in it, you know, it kind of stretches it out. Well, if it makes you feel any better, it took me five years to get my undergrad in education. And then I had to go back for two and a half years, which was part-time, mm-hmm. but two and a half years to take the credits to get take, to get the credits to take the CPA exam. So that's seven and a half years. Yeah. I did not enjoy college. I couldn't wait to be done. See, I feel like every once in a while I get the itch to go oh, back. No. Okay. Not for me. What'd you graduate in? 
Uh, business administration. Business administration. I already had my job. My job that I have now, I was already had it when I was in college. So I was kind of just finishing just to finish. I knew I, what job I was going to get anyways. Um, but, I mean, it definitely helped. If nothing else, get my life back structured and some responsibility before I got into my career. So. And what is your career? Uh, I work for a general contractor, also in Walker, in my Walker bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, we do commercial construction mostly. Uh, public bid stuff, schools, libraries, you know, uh, tons of municipal mm-hmm. buildings, town halls and stuff like that. Um, and uh, we just, we don't self-perform a lot of stuff, but we're responsible for the day-to-day with subcontractors and all the things, all the fun stuff. So Yeah, so the GC is like at the top. Yeah, I mean, we work for owners and architects, but we are the main go-between go for between the owners and architects and the subs, you know, where right. the... We're generally involved in everything. It's general contractor. Yeah, because Patrick told me that he is a sub of a sub of a sub. Yeah, and he actually is. cannot get any lower of a sub than yes. what his company is. So Patrick's company works for several of our subs. So, you know, I've probably seen his people on site on jobs and mm-hmm. things like that. I'm familiar. I was familiar with the name of the company, but like we deal with the subs who he gives his prices to. So cool. we'll never work together directly, directly. But, okay. but we all we have this, a lot of the same yeah, because he sends his prices, I think, to mechanical contractors. Right, and then mechanical send theirs to ours, and then we compile everything to one. And, and they're send like, it when you us. send, I'm like, you just send an email? Is that what you mean by send a price? I feel <laughs> why, like it's more official than that. Why is that? Why is it's included in the mechanical guy? Yeah, bid? so the mechanical guy will have the responsibility for all the insulation, which is what Patrick does. But a lot of times, the they'll do some of the insulation themselves, but... Like on certain, there are certain kind of insulations they don't do, so they'll mm-hmm. sub it out to Apex or whoever. And so it's all, but in the grand scheme, like if we if we took a price from every single entity, we'd have a million different people to deal with. It just helps to clear the water a little bit and deal with groups of people, yeah, r- rather than a million different subs. So I'm a stupid question. I love how we're talking about your job and not you and Maggie, but I do have a question <laughs> about that, like. Is that how construction works everywhere, or is that yeah, something? For, I mean, like, for the who most came part, up with that process? That's I don't know. That the I mechanical mean, contractor is going to send all of this to the GC. I, I don't really know when it started, but I mean, I think it just helps things to flow a yeah, little better. As long as, as long as the sub can can communicate with their sub and everything works. Most of what my job is or our job. I mean, I do a lot of different things, estimating and scheduling and all that kind of thing. But the most important thing that we do as a general contractor is just scheduling and. Going behind people, making sure they're doing things right. You know, even though we don't actually self-perform a lot of stuff, yeah. it's up to us because at the end of the day, it'll be our responsibility to make sure that it's done properly. Um, so that's mostly what we do is just um, try to keep everything flowing and on time. And that's almost impossible a lot, especially now. It's so hard to do jobs on time because, you know, people aren't coming to work or, what you know, just many reasons. Yeah. But, but Material. you got to have a good GC to help keep everything flowing and keep things organized and take care of it. We okay. try to do a, we do a pretty good job. Okay. And so you like it? Yeah. I mean, I like it. It wasn't necessarily, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but uh, the company that I work for, my brother has been with for about 17 years. I've been there seven now. So, or going on seven. So it's a smaller company, local, been knowing the guy that owns it for a long time. So kind of just started with him to get a job and, you know, liked it and, Seems like it's going to be, you know, was able to make a career out of it, and it's it's been good. It's got it's headaches sometimes, but 
everything is. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I've said this before that Patrick's like, no wonder you like your job. You get emails that that tell you how wonderful yeah, you. Yeah, we are. don't get a lot of those. Yeah, he's like, I don't get those. Emails. You only get the ones that are like when you're really screwing up. Yeah, yeah. And you try to limit those, but there's not a lot of pats on the back. It's just they, you know, because you expect to do the right thing. Yeah. So when you game. don't, you you have to hear about that. But well, and I do feel like. I mean, when you do something so, like, niche, like what we do, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not trying to toot our own, but it's just so for What we do is so foreign to mm-hmm. most people. Right. So, like, any right. answer we can give them, we literally look like a genius. Not mm-hmm. that you don't, but, like, most people have a general concept well, of what you're doing. Right, and our subs are that way. Like, our subs are specific to what they do. Yeah. And so, a lot of times, we lean on them to make sure that they're doing the right thing or whatever. And, you know, that's why a good subcontractor is so important because it makes our job a lot easier. Yeah. Okay. That so. makes sense. All right. So back to y'all where, well, Maggie, do you want to say anything about yourself and like, you know, your background? No, I don't. Why? <laughs> Cause this is Aaron's podcast. Oh, Not me. It's our, us as a couple. I mean, you don't right. talk about yourself, like your background a lot on the episodes. No, I don't because that makes you really uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't want to talk about myself. No one wants to hear I've been about worried me. for her with me coming in here because like, I'm po- totally comfortable. I'm cool coming here, but I think she's worried that I'm a... No. No. Oh. <laughs> I was kind of worried about Patrick. I didn't know what was going to come out of Patrick's mouth when we did that Zoom meeting. Like, the it, Zoom one. It was a little, it's a little nervous. Because y'all were at home when y'all did yours, right? So, we had COVID. Right. So you and know, at that point, I said COVID on the podcast, and Lainey was like, no. And I'm like, it's COVID. <laughs> we're the OG COVID. Like, I mean, just, we're fine. I'd you probably know. be more worried about myself if I was like at home, like just in my like at home comfortable environment. But I'm in here, so I'm probably gonna be more be more sheltered. Yeah, you know, Patrick. Sheltered. Patrick was like just goofy the whole time. Okay, so Maggie, we won't put you on the spot, even though you are the co-host of Louisiana Ladies, and this is like your 65th episode or something like that to record. Gosh, when you put it like that, <laughs> I mean, what? What are you? Are you from Walker? I am. Okay. I, I grew up right down the road from Aaron. Okay. Like a I just, mile and a half. I just never most. knew him until... Well, that's a, not a big age gap. It's five years. Five enough, years. Enough that we never were in school together. Yeah. So. Like, I, I feel mean, like he was probably um, our waiter at Chili's at some probably. point, but I have no way to know that for sure. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but he waited tables at Chili's a while, and I was like, I feel like you probably served on us. I knew, I knew two of her older siblings who were closer to my age. Her sister's like nine months older than me, so I knew her, and I knew... Her brother, who's a little bit younger than me. I didn't, didn't know him well, but I knew of him. I knew the, the, the last name, but yeah. I didn't know her. I graduated from Walker 2, went to LSU because it's LSU, flunked out, basically. <laughs> well, so did I Jacob. think it was the opposite of what you and Patrick did. She she went to LSU, and I was at Southeastern, but she joined me at Southeastern. Yeah. I think it was the we other did, way around right. for We did right? do the opposite. We did the opposite. He went to Southeastern, and then he came to LSU. I mean, I got... Like, what was your GPA to flunk out? Like, oh... Like two two point or something. Well, I don't I think mean, you would actually. A, I think you were that's like a C. You were going to be like in in like a academic, like a whatever probation. they call it, probation type of thing. Yeah. Ooh, oh, it was bad. I didn't. Okay, so was that because you like partied a lot? Well, I don't really have a. I don't really have a reason behind it because I don't feel like I really partied that much. I think I was like just going through shock. But because, weren't you in engineering first yes. to start? Oh, so see, that's, now Maggie, that's what you got about I did there. not know this about you. You started in engineering? Yeah, chemical engineering. Me too. Well, I didn't start. That was probably my third major. Um, well, so I... Have we not talked about this? Did you ever take organic chemistry? Yeah. 
I don't think I even made it that far. Okay, well, I mean, it doesn't matter that I took like, it. Like, just general chemistry was hard for me. It oh, was, was it inorganic? It was tough. Like, balancing equations? Balance equations all day long. See, I've blocked this oh, from you got my... PTSD. Okay. Yes. I've we'll blocked... fast forward. We'll fast forward from Maggie flunking out at LSU to going to <laughs> Southeastern and graduating successfully yeah. in the county. <laughs> I mean, it. So I grew up like even though Walker is considered a really big school, it didn't. It feel is now. Big I mean, it's, me. it's, it's it's probably the second biggest school in the parish. Denham's the biggest. Denham's the biggest city in the parish. But... Were we five A when? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how many students were in your graduating class? Was it like four? I mean, I don't know. There was like 225 in mine. Okay. So by the time there you came, some... it probably got into 300s, I, would, I mean, at least. Like we had our graduation at the PBAC, and I delivered the commencement speech, and it was a lot of people. Okay, well, how did you get picked to deliver the commencement speech? So it wasn't, I was, we don't really have valedictorians, but um, I think people voted on who would be the best person, and, like, we had to, like, audition, and I got picked. Okay, that's a big deal. I see. I always thought so, too, but she always downplays it. It it was... Were you terrified? Terrified. Okay, I mean, if I was a senior <laughs> in high school... Terrified. I was not... I've said this before, but when I was not the same person that I am today, I would have probably thrown up on myself. It was... What'd you talk about? Tim Tebow, was it? No. That was an, that was no, in a that paper. That was an English paper. <laughs> oh, you mentioned Tim Tebow in it. Did I talk about? See, I don't know. It's it's blocked from my memory, but I, I bet I still There's have it somewhere. Yeah, you know, your dad recorded it. Oh lord. Okay. Well, were y'all dating at this time? No. Okay. So let's talk about how y'all met and started dating. Uh, you look at me because I guess you always want me to talk, right? We met through some friends. I mean, she was a good good bit younger than me, like we mentioned. So we never had really crossed paths much. Um, but I most of my friends were from the class behind me, so a little bit younger than me. And I don't know, a couple mutual friends during my little sabbat- my sabbatical from college. Some friends and I lived in a house in Denham. We partied a lot and had, you just had a good time and came over with some mutual friends. And she was seeing somebody at the time. I was seeing somebody at the time. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't really even connect then. It was not, it wasn't until a couple months later after still kind of hanging around each other. And I was single. She was single. And should I tell them the famous line? Yes. No. Yes. 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 I should. Yes. So my friend Zach, who's one introduced us, introduced her to me. It was like after one of our parties or something one night. We we're like recapping the night before, like you always do when yeah. you're having a party. I was like, there was this girl that was here. I think she was, you know, with whoever. And uh, I was like, I don't remember her name, but I said I wasn't really sure about her face, but she had a nice body. So, <laughs> I mean, who was that? Like, I want to get to know her. Like, she was. She caught. She She caught my caught my eye. Just. I so wasn't sure like. about my face, though. Well, I think it's because you just couldn't remember it. Yeah, right? I couldn't remember. I just, like, she, you know, she's got long legs. Yeah. And so her legs caught my eye. I'm like, Yeah, Dang. and she's tall. Yeah. Yeah, like, okay. Like, and so then whenever like you saw her again, you were like, okay, the face is Yeah, the face, the face, is, the face is even better. Like, I'm <laughs> totally fine with this. So. But, but realize, I was 21. Yeah. She was like 17. She was still, she was a, the summer between her junior and senior. Yeah. So she was much younger than me. Okay. And so... When you look at it like that, at that period of time, it's a little weird. Well, <laughs> her parents weren't crazy about it. I, my friends gave me crap all the time. Like, but y'all, I realized, like, this girl, like, she doesn't act like she's 17. No. Like, when, when we finally, like, really met and talked, I'm like, this, 
She's like 25. Like, there's no, no she's way she's like 70. 50. Well, now. But she's still aging. So now she's... Maggie good. acts older than I do. But, you know, and so that really, that really, um, I like that a lot about her because she was younger, but she didn't act like a kid. Yeah. So, so anyway. Okay. So that was, that was like between junior and senior year, but y'all didn't date when you were a senior? No, we broke up for, we dated for, I don't know, several months and then broke up for almost a year and then... In the fall of 2012, got back together. I was still being dumb. She was. She wasn't quite done being dumb yet. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we're all still probably dumb. Okay. So then you went to LSU. You were at LSU and you were at Southeastern. That's when y'all started dating. I hadn't actually gone back. I started back in South. Well, I guess I started back at Southeastern in the spring of 2012. Okay. When we got back together, I think I, he was like, you should probably just come to Southeastern. I was like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. So she came to Southeastern and. And. It was like night and day college experience. I did great there. Yeah. I just didn't like thrive in the LSU environment. Patrick had a little bit of shot going from Southeastern to LSU. He just got tired of driving. I mean, he we were we were here, you mm-hmm. know, so he got tired of driving. When she was staying in a dormant campus, so there's a lot of distractions, or can be a lot of distractions out there. Once she would sit, came to Southeastern, we were in Walker and commuting. So there's a lot less distractions. Easier to skip class, probably, because you have to make the drive. And you don't have to like, make the drive. Yeah, but it was skip. like... Well, I don't know. More focused. Like, I went, I had to drive all the way to school, so I was paying attention, you know what I mean? Well, sometimes you just need a little bit of something, and then you figure out. For me, it was, the classes were smaller. Like, I didn't do well with the professors not knowing who I was. I needed them to know who know uh, my yeah. name and notice that I wasn't a class, you know? Yeah, just I guess some it could be a little, I don't really remember. This is so long ago for me. And but, I would sit at the front, you know, all, all the things. To, oh, yeah, my college experiences from the first time I went to when I went back and she was involved was drastically different. I took it a lot more. I, I had tops the first time, and I just completely threw that away. So mm-hmm. I was paying them on. Oh, Lord. I was like, I got to get this done. And I hurry. And I, and I did well once I went back, but I just had to have that little Sometimes you just got to get sabbatical it phase. You just, just got to get it out of your system. Total you know? party. Just learn just, the hard way. Yeah, it's just the nature of the beast. We all do it. Okay, so y'all started dating, and how long did y'all date before you popped the question? We dated from the fall of 2012, and I uh, proposed in 2015, in the spring 2015. So. I'm really looking at you because you're way better at remembering this sort of stuff. Well, I, I just... I mean, you're really good with dates. I yeah. mean, like, off Johnny on the spot, I'm like, oh, wouldn't me and Patrick start dating? People always say that, but, I mean, I don't know. I just, like, because my life, I've, it's happened in so many different phases. I just remember where I was at and what I was doing at the time, and so it's easier to remember. I mean, I couldn't tell you. Okay. But it was Black Friday of 20... Not Black Friday. Good Friday. <laughs> no, same thing. Wrong. Okay. So that's when you proposed. That's when I proposed. Yeah. And how did you propose? Uh, we went hiking in uh, Tunica Hills. And probably very awkwardly. I proposed probably very awkwardly. Neither <laughs> one of us remember. It was like a blackout moment. Oh, were, you, were you nervous? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm not normally. Normally I'm pretty like... Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good with stuff, but... That was the, it was weird. You know, it was, we'd been together for a while. And I was very comfortable around her, obviously, but, you know, you only get one shot. You want to make sure you don't sound stupid when you're doing it. And not, I, but I, I don't feel, really think we remember it too well. And I feel like, I think like every the wordage, you know, yeah. like what I said. Well, that's because I didn't think you were actually proposing uh, to me. Good point. She thought I was just we being went, silly. We went on a family vacation to Tennessee. How long? You know, oh, in February, and I proposed in March or April. So a month before. And I was trying to get the ring in time to do it on that trip. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it in time. Well, I think I fake proposed and like by a waterfall. By a waterfall. 
So, naturally... Hey, good thing Jacob didn't do that to Courtney. Yes. <laughs> well, naturally, at Tunica Hills, I was like, oh, he's just joking. Uh, so, I... Well, did he have a ring? Yeah, I, I had a ring that time. Wasn't until he actually brought it out where I was like, oh, my gosh. I think I called you an idiot nice. or something. Cool. Appreciate that. Like, you, it, I was like, start over. I didn't even, I was not even listening to and what And there was a said. couple, like, I really did an area that was kind of secluded. Like, you had, you know, it was like kind of hard to get to. And probably had been nobody come through that area all day. But, of course, right as I was doing oh, it, these, yeah. these two kid, kind of younger guys walked up. And they're like, oh, whoa. Oh. And they kind of got back to all and gave us all the space for a minute. But it was cool. I have a, I have a selfie of us when we got to the waterfall. Because I was like, Before oh, look, I did, we yeah. made it. And his face, looking back now. He looked terrified. Well, because I feel like, and I don't know because I've never proposed to anyone, but I would think like even if you're comfortable with the person, even if yeah. you've been dating for a long time, there's still that like small sliver of doubt. <laughs> like what if the what if the person's like, oh, like I know we talked about getting married, but like I not yet or well, something. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because I had no doubt. I, I thought, I just knew she was going to say yeah, like no questions asked. And she said that yeah, no questions asked, I thought. And then like years later, she's like, yeah, I was still kind of like. On the fence about it. Not, not about me necessarily, <laughs> but she always felt like she was just too young to be getting married. Well, you married. were young. How, how old were you when you got engaged? 21. She's like, I'm just a baby. I'm, should I be getting married yet? I always have this like identity crisis where I feel like I'm not old enough to be doing something that I'm doing. Isn't that called imposter syndrome? Probably. Probably. I don't know if they're old enough, but it's like when you feel like... Uh, my business coach has told me the same thing about myself, that it's imposter syndrome. But, okay. So, you proposed. Mm-hmm. It was sweet. You were nervous. Probably. Um, and then engaged for like a year or so. Yeah, we got married almost because we got married, got engaged on Good Friday, got married the next year, the day before Easter. Easter, So it was like right about the same time. Okay. And y'all will be married for six years coming up? Yep. In March. Six years. So in hindsight though, Maggie, because you know, you're barely pushing 30 Mm -hmm. at this point, which by the way, I didn't realize that you were five years older than her until like... I'm 32. Your birthday was, when was it, when's your birthday, Aaron? November. Yeah, November. Mm-hmm. November Before birthday. Patrick's. Right. It's what? They're a date, Patrick and That's Aaron. right. You are a day apart, mm-hmm. you and Patrick. And so, I don't know. She was like, yeah, he's 32. Two. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh! It's like, Aaron's an old man. <laughs> I am. All the white in my beard really shows that, too. It's like every day there's more. Patrick's about to be full on gray. Yeah. But you know what? It's not fair because you're going to look really cute with a gray beard. You're just, yeah, I think the in-between is going to be like, but like, I need to just go ahead and go white. If it's going to go white, just go ahead and I do just, it. Men look better Hopefully. with age. It does not Still. happen to women. I love gray hair. Okay. So, but in hindsight, you know, so you were what, 22 when y'all got married? You know, I was 24. You know, I was only two years Older, right. and maybe because there's such a big age gap between me and you, I highly doubt, or I would think, that a lot of your friends were not getting married, or were they? Well... The friends your age, I should say. Yeah. A lot of a lot of my friends became friends I've met through Aaron, and they were around their age. So, the year we got married... Wedding time? Oh, my gosh. We, we, got, married in, we got married March 26th, and like, I think that was probably the... F- the first... Well, well, two weeks before that, something? two weeks before that, my best friend got married, and then after that, it was us. And then we had like six or seven more weddings the rest of the year. Either she was in, or I was in, or we both were in. But was, I still think like I was around the first, and I was the youngest yeah. of our friend group. And my group, in my friend group, I think I only had only had one friend get married a couple years before, and they were like they had been together since high school. And then after that, at this point, almost everybody, all my friends are married, but but except for. I guess one or two, mm-hmm. but it's been 
2016 was a busy year for weddings. That's how our 2006 was, because mm-hmm. that's when we got married. And everyone else also got married within that next year. I think Patrick, I think we had 10 weddings in a year. And I'm pretty sure Patrick was in eight of them. Like, he got asked to be a groomsman oh in, like, every pr- person's wedding. And sometimes, and he will admit this, sometimes he was the filler. Because, like, the bride had, like, 10 bridesmaids. And mm-hmm. so, like, you know, he was the filler. Um, but I mean, it's not that bad for a guy just to go like rent a tux or whatever. So anyway, so you get married, you're 22. Like sometimes I think back like that me and Patrick were 24 and we got Mm -hmm. married and we go on this honeymoon and we're just like 24 years old, which in hindsight to me, that sounds like we were children. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like children that decided to get married. So where was y'all's honeymoon? We went on a cruise. Yeah. Okay. Um, We were in college still. So, you know. And we were paying for it. So we went kind of. A little more inexpensive route, which it was, cruise was great. We it had a good awesome. time. And it was my f- first cruise ever. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, Mexico or wherever. Yeah. He took us a couple yeah, stops. Caribbean mm-hmm. three stops. We took a lot of naps. Because we had that oh interior gosh. room. If you ever been on a cruise mm-hmm. in an interior room, it's like pitch black all day long. It's amazing. So, it's like the best sleep. And so, we did a lot of napping. What movie was it? Uh, Crazy Stupid Love. They were like playing on loop on TV. <laughs> so like we watched the middle of it, and then another day we watched the beginning of it, and then another time we watched. Eventually, we saw the whole thing throughout the. Yeah, I feel like our week. planning our wedding was not stressful at all. Like we had a, a wonderful venue that did most of the work, but like all the anticipation of getting married, it wears you out. So like, and then the wedding's nice, over like that, it's and just, we had a nice restful honeymoon. So how many people were at your wedding? Well, around 200 or so, 150 to 200. Yeah, we had to keep it less than, like... Yeah, you got to draw that line somewhere. Less I mean, than 200. Well, because of safety concerns. Like, our venue wouldn't house that many. Right. But it was a great night. Everybody, we had a great time. And if... We have huge families. Mm-hmm. So You have a big family. Well, I have three older brothers, um, and they're all married, and they all have kids. And I have a lot of cousins, a lot of... I have... I don't know. Local family, yeah. too. Yeah, and they're almost, they almost all live locally, and the couple that live out, most of the ones that live out of town came in for the wedding, but um, a lot of her family is scattered all around, so the ones that were local and a few that were close by came, but... It was a wonderful, it was a wonderful day. It was. So, he has the bigger family between the both of y'all? Or is yours pretty big, too? I mean... Hers is big. I think yours are just close by. Yeah. Mine are scattered. My mom's the baby of 10. Yeah, I was going to say, I, um... Feel like you have a big family, and my dad's the oldest of five. Oh, so, so, right. so there's definitely you know I mean? there's definitely more siblings, like aunt yeah. and uncle on her side. But my dad's got five siblings, and only one of them lives out of town. My mom's got three siblings, and they all live locally. I had an uncle who lived out of town who lives here now. So they're, they're mine are just all close. They're all here. They're all here. And so do they live around y'all in the compound? Uh, not well. At one point in time, they pretty much all lived in Walker, um, and then now they're starting to move like. Because Walker's growing so much, you know, everybody got to get out of Walker. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they all, but they all live within 30 minutes, 40 minutes, most of them. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, so it'll be six years. Are we yeah. doing anything for our anniversary? We are. Okay. We're going to Lakeway? Is that what it's called? Thanks, I think it's Lakeway of Texas? It's near Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. Like a spa or golf resort deal. Oh. Uh-huh. We're well, going with uh, Haley. And cool. Oh, I was going to say some friends, but yeah, Haley works here now. So. She does. Mm-hmm. She does. We actually had it booked. Was it? I remember oh. you telling me about it last year. Yeah. Last fall. And then we ended up having ankle. to move it. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid Let's ankle. talk about that. Oh, that's what it was. I, look, 
block that from my memory. I'm like, why did you block all? To- you should not block all these memories. You're gonna lose so many memories. Oh, I don't mean to. It's not intentional. Uh, she does it with work stuff too. Hmm. <laughs> Trust me, I can attest to that. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so. So, you know, six years, and I'm sure ups, downs, all the good, all the bad. I mean, you know, it's I've, I used to kind of laugh when people said marriage was work, and the longer I've been married, the more I'm like, it really is work. I feel like it has a negative connotation, but if you're thinking about it, like, yeah. in hindsight, again, you're like, I'm, I literally picked someone that is not part of my family <laughs> to marry and live with. I mean, the concept, really, when you yeah. think about it, you know. So, um, let's talk about your ankle. Tell, tell our audience. Yeah, so happened. we have a million nieces and nephews between the two of us. No kids, but we spend so much time chasing nieces and nephews yeah. around. And uh, one of my nieces does the travel softball thing. And so, um, they had a co-ed softball tournament fundraiser. And Maggie played softball growing up. I played baseball and played slow pitch softball with friends after I was older. And uh, so it was like a no-brainer. We'll put a team together and play in it. The guys hit opposite-handed, so it was nothing serious, but it's fun, competitive stuff. And uh, we went and played our first game, no problem. And the second game, um, I was I hit a ball in the infield, and I was trying to be like a Superman and you know beat it out because I'm so fast and just like blazing speed. And I didn't beat it out. And also what I did was when I took the last lunge to first base, it had just started to rain a little bit, and I was wearing tennis shoes. And when I stepped on the bag, my ankle rolled and it like popped, dislocated. Oh, you heard it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it was loud. Everybody on the field heard it. Popped. And then in the pro- process of like rolling around, it popped back in mm-hmm. place. Okay. Well, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I look at it. I'm like, what? I was expecting it to be kicked all to the side. I'm like, it looks, this looks normal. So when I went to get up, though, it was like floppy. And, uh, oh, yeah, okay. It was awesome. Okay. Oh. It's like Dak Prescott. Oh, my God. That, like, hand okay. motion that you I'm did really sealed the deal. It, was, it wasn't great. And so, and then immediately it started to pour down rain, like torrential downpour. What were you doing, Maggie? Were you freaking out? She missed, I think she missed it actually. I was happening. talking to somebody and I didn't even know. And everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, wait, what happened? And I see him like on the ground. I'm like, and oh, they're like trying God. to get my shoe tied real tight. So, you know, because of the swelling or whatever. Well, they helped me get to the bench and like I'm looking at it immediately. It's just like swelling oh. up, pouring down rain. The rain's blowing on me. Like I'm just laying there getting rained on. I was, I was pulling a mom. I was talking to the the stranger on our team. We had to pick up uh, a high school girl to help us play because we didn't have enough people. It was the weekend the hurricane Ida came. So, like, some of our players were preoccupied with the hurricane. So, it happened on Saturday. Sunday night, the hurricane came through, and then it was Labor Day. So, I wasn't able to get to the doctor until Tuesday. Like, that happened Saturday. What did you do? You just iced it? Iced it, elevated it, wrapped it, all the things. Ibuprofen. when I, by the time I was actually going to the doctor, I was able to stand on it. It really wasn't hurting that bad. So I'm like, oh, maybe I just sprained it or something. And I'd never broken a bone, never had surgery or anything. So I went to the solid surgeon and he x-rayed it. And he said, well, you broke your leg. And I'm like, man, yeah, I always kind of hung my hat on never breaking a bone or whatever. I was like, that sucks. And he said, and I got to operate on it. I'm like, what, really? Something about the way I broke it. Are you like, like, do you really? Or you yeah, just like, yeah. Like, can, like, can, you just can we just put a cast, cast on it and be done in a few weeks? But the way that it broke, where it broke, like the bone would have healed, but because of the bone that broke, there was it's like the it's the fibula, which is like for stability, and there was like a big spacing in the bones that that the only way to fix it was with a plate and screws. So 
Sounds like the same thing that Amy Reichley went through. It was. A couple yeah. of months later, mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Yeah, Amy, same thing. Like, yeah. 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 She's still, she's still uh, recuperating. Yeah, so that happened the at the end of August. I had my surgery the first week of September, and it wasn't until Thanksgiving probably before I was able to walk on it with a shoe, like went to Thanksgiving yeah, without that's a, that's a The boot cast, all the knee scooter, all the things, so. Yeah, and then you had physical therapy. I did physical therapy. I don't therapy. think you could drive, could you? No, I couldn't. I, I did physical therapy until the end of the year. And then once my insurance started over, I was like, ah, y'all got me kind of where I need to be. I'm good. So now I'm just kind of, now it's just takes, it's still a little painful, stiff sometimes, but it's it's getting better. You know, just trying to get to that base, Aaron. The so next time I'll just, I'll just pay to have a team in the tournament. I won't even play. And yeah. I, that's be way cheaper than what I end up having to go through. So. Yeah, I mean, it's just time consuming. Well, okay, so y'all, because I mean, you had to help. Oh my gosh, she was a godsend. I mean, because it's very unlike, like I'm pretty independent. Like I take care of myself. Like, you know, she takes care of some things for us, but I'm able to do most things that I need done. And the hurricane came through, no power. Fortunately, that Friday before, I got the generator generated already, just getting prepared. And um, we had put some furniture away, but when the hurricane came, we were out of power for a week. So she had to do all that gas in the generator and the cords, and she cleaned up all the limbs in the yard. Like, I couldn't do that. That kind of sucks, though, because when the power's out and you can't move. Yeah, it's very, it's a bad combination. Seems like the days were just, yes, they dragging just were dragging. dragging. I feel like they kind of, I feel like that's the reason why people end up like, yeah, we all want to clean our yards, but right. literally there's nothing else yeah, you to go do. Outside so and you might as well just right. clean your yard, see yep. if neighbors need help. But, well, I mean, and because of the gas situation, getting gas was probably a full day affair in well, and of Well, fortunately itself. I had, I went and filled up four cans. Oh, look at you. Friday. Yeah. Proactive. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I played, cause I was playing golf Friday. I'm like, I'm gonna get all my stuff done. So and then the tournament was Saturday. That way, when the hurricane comes, I'll be good. And I wasn't good. Good when the thing, because I would have been not happy. So we never had to fight with the gas thing. We had gas all the way till our power came back on. Because well, we we stayed with Cole and Haley a lot uh, once their power came back on yeah. for a couple of days. So then we were really just running our freezers and fridge. Yeah. Well, it does so. get to a point with a generator like that that it's like. Okay, I mean, you're babysitting the generator. We've done this before. You're oh, babysitting God. the generator. you got to get gas. And then at some mm-hmm. point, you're like, I just want to go somewhere where there's power right. in the mm-hmm. whole house, you know? Yeah. Like, um, and the, the noise of it starts to get aggravating after a while. And we don't even have animals. So, like, I know with you having dogs, like, you, you can't easily just up and go unless you have somewhere you can bring that your dogs. That can bring your dogs, yeah. So, that's so why we can we, just go. That's why nice. we have a natural gas generator yeah. at our house, Aaron. Yeah. No. We don't have anything natural gas in our house, or I would consider that, but... Uh, we're just going to wing it every time it happens. We yeah. Like, uh, we're not good. We're not good at winging <laughs> it. Um, and, well, I so said we were in Jackson Hole when I told that story on the podcast, but my adopted dog was freaked out, mm. my brother said, about the, because the, the natural gas generator, it's still a generator. Yeah, it's like a slow. engine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after a couple of days, you got to get the oil changed in that thing. So yep. we just made it. Like, we got power on, like, right before they needed to come in and do maintenance. So, okay, well, y'all made it through that. I'm just going to call it a fiasco. because It was a fiasco. And, and I will tell you, I will tell you that you probably already know this about your wife, okay? But, like, Maggie and I are so opposite when it comes to stuff like that, okay? Mm-hmm. So, if that would have happened to Patrick, at some point, I probably would have called Maggie crying. <laughs> I would have been super dramatic and, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, how, are we, how am I going to work? Like, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. She probably had those thoughts, she just didn't tell she them didn't, to me. Yeah, she yeah, she didn't really 
act like that was the case. No. But I'm a pretty good. I hope I try. I try to be a good patient because there's nothing worse than a bad patient. Because then you're having to do all this thing, all these things. Oh yeah, for I'm them, a bad patient. And they're just being a holes the whole time. You hear that, Patrick? He's a terrible patient. <laughs> Patrick is dying every time that he gets a cold. So anyway, so that's the difference between me and Maggie. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, every couple of weeks I have to be like, "Hey, how is it?" Like I have to remind yeah. myself because she just doesn't. She's just not so different than me when it comes to that, which. I'd rather be like Maggie. I mean, I am so dramatic. Be like, how's Aaron? Oh, he's good. You know, we're okay. Okay, do you need to work from home? Yeah, that'd be good. I'm like, okay. Well, for me, the worst thing was not being on a drive. And before, yeah, my brother who I work with lives next door. So I, he just had to get used to coming and getting me every morning and bringing me back home. I'm a little dramatic, huh? You're a little dramatic. Not to everyone, though. Well, the door on her, the, on her door at her parents' house, her room that she grew up in, is a sign that says Drama Queen. So... She is a little dramatic. Well, do you just rein it in in front of certain people? Probably. I mean, yeah. Is it because I'm your boss? Lainey? I feel like I'm this same way, so I'm saying probably. Do I, would you say I'm a drama queen? No, but I don't. Yeah. Like, I, probably I, just I feel don't. like I'm very dramatic, but I try not to be at work. Yeah. Well, good for y'all. Okay. She can be a little dramatic sometimes, I, but. I don't think that your method is wrong. Like, because a lot of times it's. Sometimes I feel like Aaron gets the most dramatic version of me because I've just held it together yeah. all day. She gets and, to be dramatic with me. Lucky me. And yeah. it's, you know, sometimes I'm mean, sometimes I'm dramatic. <sighs> mean? Yeah, it's like my I don't nice. I feel my, like Maggie and I talked about this last week. We said our niceness runs out by the time we go home. And then we're mean to our, hus- our husbands, and it's like not nice. But I've, I've been working on he, it. He's yeah. smiling like he doesn't seem like yeah, a father. Trust me, I, am, I feel very. Lucky to have the wife that I have because she is a beast. Yeah, and she's not, and she's nice. I mean, what 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 is the one thing I always tell you that I, you have to do one thing, and that's all you have to do. Just be nice. Just be nice. That's all I want you to do is be nice to me because I'm not going to be mean <laughs> to you. So just be nice to me. I know. See, Patrick is not really. Oh God, I can't believe I'm going to admit this on air, but he's never really mean to me. Like, and I am definitely the bitch in this situation, right? Like, an innocent question if I've had a bad day at work, and it's like, why? I can't believe you asked me that. Like, yeah. don't you know the day that I had? And he's like, uh, no, no, why? You know. So, how was your day? What do you mean? How was my day? <laughs> right. So, sorry, listener. So, so I, I can relate to that. It's like you've just you've been thrown through so much, and it's like, oh. Sorry, I'm a little short for you. Me too. Well, and truthfully, and I, this is just kind of how I am. It's I like to be around people, but there are certain days where I am like pulled in a million different directions. My day goes by really fast, but when I get home, and, and a lot of times, what I'm doing all day is I'm answering questions, mm-hmm. and I love it, and I love to train people, and I love our clients. But like, I just don't want another question. I always tell Patrick, I'm like, I'm like, do you just? Think of questions to ask me. Just a, a flashcard full of questions for why when you get on. Just check them all off. So many questions. So many questions. So, um, okay. So, I have a question for y'all. What would you say is the thing that you fight about the most? And, okay. If it's like super personal, don't share it. But I mean, no, like something, something silly. We don't, we don't really fight too much. Um, I don't know. I feel like driving. There's a lot of fights happen like when we're driving or or... She tries to get me to go somewhere where I don't really want to go, i.e. shopping. Mm. I hate it. And she'll bring me to these box stores, and I have to just follow her around. Mm. And 
Did she I, ever do this where she's like, let's just go to this one store, but really it's five stores. And then you're like, no, I came because right. you told or me like, it was one We're going to make some returns, which I'm, I like returns. I feel like I'm getting money back in my pocket. I love that. But then you turn around immediately and spend the money. It's like, I just feel like this served no purpose. Okay, I so I, I saw this meme and it was basically like, marriage is all about the husband driving while the wife is in the passenger seat gasping every five yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's pretty much our life. She likes to do a lot of gasping. <laughs> Okay, I do the same thing. It drives me absolutely. But but her mom does the same exact thing to her dad. Come like from a long Carbon line copy. Of, like, she gets honestly because but her I, mom. I don't feel like you do that when I drive. That's another thing. I just try not to try not to do that feel to people. Lucky, Melissa. Oh. Well, now that she what? has she bought got, my vehicle. Yeah, she got a nice new ride. And we have now, to go so. somewhere in a couple of weeks. I said, guess what? You driving. You driving, Miss <laughs> Daisy. I don't need to do that with you because you're a very, like, you're a very. I'm alert. a defensive driver. Yeah. He's not. Neither is Patrick. He does it's not. a man thing. It's I'm like, a man thing. are you going to get into the turn lane? Because we're turning there. And I think you know we're turning there, but why aren't you there already? Like, he doesn't. You just let me drive. Like, I've been driving for 16 years. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> so, wait. This is the difference. This is a prime example, okay? So, like, you know sometimes you're on the interstate and, like, people are trying to merge in. Yes. Okay. So, like, if the awkward. person's being it's an awkward. idiot, I just slow down or I get over. But Patrick's like, you know, they'll fly they by him. And I'm like, and he's like, well, if they hit me, they hit me. I'm like, no, no. Because he's like, they're going to hit me. This is my side. Okay. <laughs> this is my side. Yes. So, um, but my dad did teach me to be a defensive driver. I do feel like sometimes I'm a little, I just, I don't trust anybody mm. on the road. I don't think anybody sees me. Even though you're in a white car, that's why I go with white cars. <laughs> Safe. But, um, and how are you feeling now? Maggie said she was, like, nervous to drive the car because she feels like everybody's going to run into That first day was her. very weird. Just, like. I mean, I still feel like people are going to hit me. But I'm, it's getting better and better with each day. We <laughs> almost got into a little pile up Friday night because oh, a wreck had scary. just happened in front of us in the interstate. Yeah. Like, we didn't see it, but once we heard and got off. It was kind of at that little, like, hill right before, I don't know. It's the, the split, isn't it? Or near the split. But anyway, Maybe. everybody hit the brakes and it was about to get ugly. Okay. I was driving, so that would have been perfect for me to wreck her car. <laughs> Did it tell you to break? Did the know. thing flash? I was a little so, flustered. Sometimes I, I, don't well, know, I was a little too flustered. I will tell you, just FYI, while we're recording this, every once in a while, like, if somebody like takes a turn like quickly in front of you, and like even if you see it and you slow down the car, it'll flash, break, break, break and break. you're like, I am breaking. I see it. It has told me before, like, hey, you need to be steering right now. Like, yes, you do. The lane departure, I'd like to remind you. Yes, hey, it does. Steer. Hand, like, hand on steering. steering. It's fine. Hand on steering. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah, because last week, Maggie was like, I don't know. I'm just like scared. People are going to run into me. I'm like. Is it because of the way the car drives, or it's just you're nervous because you just bought it? I'd say that the latter. It's, the, it's my biggest, I mean, purchase that I, I mean, yeah. I paid cash for my car before that, so. Well, it was like a 2004 Camry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so, I mean, other than our house. <laughs> your, your ring costs more than your car, so the, your last car. Oh, so. Yeah. Our lawnmower costs more than that, so you know you got to spend the money where it, you really need <laughs> she it. She needed to be in it. Yeah, I mean, just you needed to be in a little bit safer vehicle. I really don't think you understand how much joy it brings me. Like every like every time we're driving, she's like, "I just love this car." She's <laughs> she like, "I said something to her, and I might have said this last week, or I said something maybe I said it when we are catcher episode, and I was like, oh, yeah, like does your car have this?'" And he was like, no. "Uh, no." It has a gas and a brake, and that's about it. <laughs> She was like, the keys are so cool. Okay, anyway. So let's let's end on a happy note. Okay. What do y'all love most about each other? I'll let you go first. This should be good. Oh, you're gonna make me go first? Well, so I don't know. I love everything about Erin. 
I love, what do I love most? Um, like he's the perfect partner. He's supportive and knows exactly what I need when I need it. And sometimes he knows what I need more than I know mm-hmm. what I need. And um, he's just the sweetest person. I am. And my favorite person. I mean, he's my best friend. Well, selfishly, I'm like, I don't know if this is my favorite thing about her, but something that sets her apart from a lot of other wives that I know is I have a lot of stupid hobbies. And I'm very, like, hot and cold with my hobbies. Like, I'm, when I'm in one, like, it's hardcore. And she's, like, always right there, whether we're going to sporting events across the country. She's always, if she's always come with me, no questions asked and no complaints. And she has fun while she does it. And if I'm fishing or if I'm hunting or whatever the hobby is at that moment, golfing, like she'll come hang out and just make the best of it, make the best out of most anything. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a big deal for me, you know, just cause I'm sometimes not always in like most positive mindset about things. And she likes to rein me in a little bit and make me realize that just be positive and be happy. And I feel like you kind of took a turn there. I was supporting your hobbies, and then I was yeah, like, but you're like you're make, like you're like well, he's gonna do this. I might as well go with him and, and have fun and enjoy it, it. You know, right? And maybe if he doesn't like it, you're kind of thinking he'll figure it out. Like, yeah. But really, I can't think of like whether it's going to Cubs games or LSU football, or baseball, basketball, and high school sports or whatever. It doesn't matter. She's gonna we, she's gonna ride with me. That's been a fight for us before. Is oh, I thought we were never mind. Oh, it's okay. Hey, it's your podcast. Go ahead. We well, can do a, we can do a I'm place. supporting your hobbies, but sometimes it's not always reciprocated. Uh, yep. So I'm working on it. Dragging them around. But your hobby, like you walk around shopping, like I don't need That's to be not there for necessarily. That. You got that. You know, sometimes it's Bible study, and he's like, "Do we have to go?" Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think it's um just one of those things that you'll just figure out. Yeah, but the thing is, like. I feel like we've gotten to this point, and it took a long time, but if I do have something that's bothering me, we can pretty much talk through it and figure out a solution. Yeah, as long as it works for me, you know? Which right. Is- <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Aaron's like, just as kidding. long as you just keep supporting my hobbies, babe, we're good. Yeah. Well, no, I think that, I mean, you know, y'all, like any married couple, you just figure those things out. I just I always thought, I thought it was funny whenever Patrick and I got married, like the things I didn't know about Patrick, but we had been dating for five years, like the things I didn't know about somebody until I moved in with them. And I was like, oh, okay, well. That's what I just told Lainey. Not necessarily like, a bad thing, just stuff I didn't know. No, I feel like I know so much about him, but I learn new stuff all the time. I'm like, I didn't know that you had that. Keep or, doing your toes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who's cleaner between the two of y'all? Who's like the neater person? Maggie makes a huge mess, but she's really good at cleaning it. Okay. Um, I like. Hey, you're probably a neater person. I would. I don't know. I'm not really neat, but like, it takes me a lot longer to make a mess. Maggie can absolutely destroy a space in seconds. Yes, I'm a tornado. But I also don't like to clean. <laughs> I, it would. I'd have to like go a month at like slowly making something really, really messy, or more than a month probably, and then I'll kind of like half clean it. Right. Whereas she'll just. Go to go after it and get it clean. Yeah, I kind of mean. I think we are like when it comes to that. She makes huge messes. Oh, like if you walk in my closet on any day of the week, it's a disaster. But I'm gonna get it back to square one at some point, and you'll have a breaking point where you're like, okay, I cannot do that anymore. Like I'll go to put some clothes up, and I'll go in her closet, and there's I just there's clothes everywhere. So I'm like, I'm gonna just set these right here. You can just get them. It's a it's a mess. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not the, I'm not, a, I wouldn't want to say like I'm a messy person, but I'm not like, like we had Courtney on last week and Patrick's like this, like everything has a place. Like mm-hmm. if it has a place, it needs to go. I wish I was that way. I am not like that. I'm very bad about like tools, for instance. I'll go to my shed and I'll pull them all out. But when I go back, I'm just throwing them in there. Like I'm not putting them back right where I want them. Yeah. No. So then it gets out of hand pretty quick like that. But Patrick also keeps way too much shit that we do not need. And I'm like, I don't, so but I, I will say this again. If anybody needs an adapter or an extension He's cord. Got it. We have an entire bucket of those that I cannot seem to get rid of. Okay. So I just. You never know when you might need it or somebody might need it. This is true. This is true. But anyway, thank y'all both. Maggie, that's probably the most you've ever talked. I was going to try to drag some words out of her. Because I actually listen to the podcast sometimes and like, is Maggie in the room? I don't know. I haven't heard from her in a while. But it is hard to get a word in with me, Erin. That's her life with me, so. Yeah. You're a great listener. Is she listening or is she just quiet? She's probably just quiet. We're working on the communication. But piece. she's great. You know this. You're with her more than I am, I'm really. with her I mean, a lot. She's, she's... And sometimes I'm like, did I exhaust you today that we were in this car for like eight hours? Like, I mean, I think there was one time it was like three days in a row. Like, we had to go to New Orleans and then we went to Covington and then the next day we had like a meeting and I was like, girl, you're going to be tired after <laughs> this. <laughs> I wore myself out. So... Thanks for coming on. Oh, glad to glad to finally make it. Louisiana lad who is married to our co-host and Oh. Yeah. Oh. Cute. I I have liked Aaron since the day that I met him. I thought he was just the cutest the cutest thing. I I'm really easy to like. Maggie knows that. You are Maggie I will say me. that. You are pretty likable. No, I'm just kidding. Easy going. I don't know if I would like me if I wasn't me though. That's deep, Aaron. I don't know. <laughs> Kind of, I'm just like opinionated and like, I don't probably wouldn't like me. I'm saying. I'm glad y'all do. But it I don't sounds know if I to me like after this podcast, you and I are actually. I know she tells me that a lot. Like we're, you are pretty similar. We're similar? Have you already, have you, like you've never told me that. I just figured it out. I think you told, I think, you know, we both talk a lot and we're. But like what you just said, I actually think that same thing about myself. I don't know if I would like me. Maggie's perfect for me because she just kind of. We balance each other out. We do. I mean, yeah. y'all, y'all certainly have some similarities. Um, he is very. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why she's snippy with you whenever she gets home. Maybe she's like, I've been with you, with, with you all she's day. She's like, I mean, I've just been in with you in the female form, mm-hmm. right? Well, he is. That's very, it, Maggie. Look, we figured it out. You are. He's very unapologetically himself, and Same. you are that way too. And I love that about y'all. Because me, I'm over here like, oh god, did who I say am the, I? What am I doing? Did I say the wrong thing? You know, did people understand what I was trying to say? And y'all are just like, I am who I am, and, and y'all are great and very likable. So. Look at that. For us. We got some affirmation for us. here. And that's what I'll always love me some words of affirmation. So it's got to get it. For, thanks, uh, for Thanksgiving. Why yes, did I say Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh my the God. love languages. Oh, yeah, we did that. Um, I'm giving him a heart every day with something that I love about him because words of affirmation. Oh, I called it Thanksgiving yesterday. That's why you did that. Yes. For Valentine's Day, she's giving me a little heart Aww. with something nice written on it. Because he's words of affirmation. Yeah, um, I already forgot what Patrick is. Sorry, babe. He's words of affirmation as well. Probably. Or quality time. I think his, well, I think when he took the test, those two were like super duper. I really actually think it was quality time and then words of affirmation. So now if he's talking to me ever since we took that test a couple of weeks ago and like, I'm like half paying attention and he's like, um, babe, that's not my love language. <laughs> How's my love language, babe? My love tank is getting empty. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, this will, oh, on Valentine's Day. Oh, this was perfect. What a great... See, it was worth it.
worth the wait, Aaron. That's, it was worth everything. The wait. Where everything like has a purpose, right? That's why I couldn't a, come last time. I came this time. And yeah. On so, Valentine's Day. All right. Well, that being said, we hope that everyone has a great Valentine's Day. Uh, just doing your thing, and I guess we'll uh, when this airs, they'll we'll know the Super Bowl champions. And Joe Burrow will have another ring on his well, hand. Let's hope so. So, um, and that everybody has a great week. And uh, thanks, listeners. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.